0: I'm running for a seat on the, uh, the legislature. It's actually District 4, representing a good portion of Mammacating. And I'm running because of the disarray that I've watched taking place up at the legislature in Monticello for the last three and a half years. I never planned to run for political office. That was just not on my list. But because of that disarray, I felt it was time for me to step up And as far as a vision for the future of Sullivan County, I would mention a focus on a diversified economy And there. I'm actually quoting a word that Mark Baez, the longtime president of the Partnership for Economic Development, uses. We have really grown in the tourism, but we do need to grow in other areas. I would be looking at helping to grow businesses that don't negatively impact our amazing natural resources in this county, and I'd also be looking to help grow local businesses. And at the same time, we need to make sure that we have access to excellent quality health care. It's a a large package, and it, it requires a group of people at the legislature working cooperatively, working for the community good.
1: Rural health care access is a critical concern in rural places like Sullivan County. What initiatives do you propose to ensure that residents in remote areas of the county have access to quality health care services?
0: First, I would say we need to bolster what we have. We do have an excellent critical access hospital in Calicoon. That's part of Garnet now. They get very high ratings <clears throat> for their quality of care at our northern eastern border in Ulster county we have ellenville hospital which is another critical access hospital again very high quality our sullivan residents use that facility as well and what i really think we need to do overall is work with the providers that are here that would be garnet and the major providers garnet and crystal run and really work with them on the services they're providing and that they continue to provide. We need that acute care hospital in Harris. We need a hospital that has treatment beds for people dealing with addiction. That unit was closed a number of years ago. We probably want to think about a mental health unit there. And then Crystal Run, let's not see the Rock Hill facility going away. As I've read and experienced, They've been cutting staff there and making to some extent patients are getting routed to Middletown and uh, over to their Monroe Goshen area. We don't want to see that. Sullivan County has given these healthcare organizations a lot of support financially over the years, tax breaks, especially Crystal Run. Let's see them keep offering these very needed services. Also, as far as like the western end of Sullivan County, again, it's a collaboration, just like we mentioned with Ellenville Hospital. Let's collaborate with Delaware County. They have a practice in one of our western towns, if it's Roscoe or Livingston Manor. We need to collaborate in an area like this where resources are so limited, collaboration is a key word.
1: Now Sullivan County relies heavily on tourism where the Hope of Woodstock. How do you plan to boost tourism while addressing some of the concerns some of the residents may have who have been impacted by the increased visitor traffic?
0: Good question. Again, yes, traditionally, Sullivan County's base, economic base, has been tourism. We've seen tremendous efforts and really effective efforts by our Visitors Association. We have a prize-winning Visitors Association and director. They've done a wonderful job. Focusing on outdoor recreation and some of the other resources venues we offer, like Bethel Woods, um, so I would say let them keep going with their efforts and traffic routing. Traffic to me is not it's not rocket science. When I go to Bethel Woods, I feel like gee, there it wouldn't be too hard to do some different routing here. So get the experts in traffic control working on specific local things like we have with any kind of a concert or get together at Bethel Woods. I'm not picking on Bethel Woods, there are probably other spots as well. But I don't think it's a I don't think it's something that should remain a a real snafu for long.
1: Now, let's move on to housing. Given the scarcity of new affordable housing or housing developments in rural areas, especially for low-income families, how do you plan to ensure continued accessibility to housing for all residents in Sullivan County?
0: I think we need to get creative some of us who are running on the, for legislative candidates on the Democratic and Sullivan United Mammacating first independent lines, we heard the executive from Westchester County talk to us about some housing initiatives. Uh, one, one thing that was suggested is that we invite experts in affordable housing who've worked in the Hudson Valley, Westchester, invite them up here do a Google call where we and our leaders promote what we have to offer them here. So again, reaching out to developers of affordable housing who've been successful at it that one way. Offering incentives to homeowners. You have the you could do a tax incentive. This has been used elsewhere for a property owner who adds an accessible unit for renting, as long as the property owner is living there full time, they can get a tax break. We need to do these kinds of, bring in these kind of creative measures. I'm interested in watching in Ulster County, the latest project for the Neville's the former site, is moving along, and it's for resort, also private houses, but also housing for the workers there, which is truly I think, a really innovative approach. That's how I
1: would look at it going forward. Let's let turn on to an unfortunate news here that Sullivan County, as you may well know, has currently has the highest opioid overdose rates in the state, excluding New York City. Do you believe the county is currently taking enough action to address this issue? And what additional measures do you believe can be implemented? And how do you plan to contribute to the the positive change in this regard?
0: Unfortunately, I think... Many of us in the county have seen a fairly recent breaking story, which was, I think, disturbing to many of us, and that was that this current legislature had been sitting on more than a million dollars that was allocated to Sullivan County specifically for opioid treatment. It came in from the settlement with New York State from the pharmaceutical manufacturers of opioids, that money came in free and clear, and this legislature sat on it for more than a year in spite of this great problem we have here. And I must mention, my opponent is the chair of the Health and Human Services Committee. He could have stepped up and gotten spoken to his colleagues, spoken to the chair, said this is unacceptable, but he did not. And I don't know how the story broke, but apparently it's now starting to move. That speaks to the fact that we do have organizations and agencies that are able to deliver these services, such as Catholic Charities. They have a great reputation. There are still actual treatment centers that have beds for people who need to stay there in in recovery those programs need to be supported financially as much as possible by the county so again as a legislator I would be looking at how we distribute that budget money that's collected from the taxpayers in Sullivan County who want to see their family members friends some relief from this problem and they are also concerned about public safety so How you allocate funds in the Sullivan County budget would be a key answer to that question. I would, of course, be looking at funding going over to Health and Human Services, where, again, the county has uh, departments in place that can assist with this problem.
1: In recent years, there's been some noticeable increase in public disagreements and infighting among members of the Sullivan County legislature. As you look to the future... What steps do you intend to take to address this issue and foster a better cooperation among your fellow legislatures?
0: First, I would mention, I'm really hopeful that the uh, team of candidates that I've been working with, and it's just a wonderful group of candidates, Democratic candidates, again, everyone is also on an independent line, and we've already... Uh, begun working as a team. I can't say enough about these other candidates for the districts throughout Sullivan County. They're very smart. They're common sense smart, and they have a sincere focus on what the community needs. So that would be where I would hope to start if I get elected, and hopefully they will as well. We we come in as a team and, and hit the ground running for me, I, I, I think I mentioned in the beginning, maybe I didn't, but part of the dysfunction of the current legislature, and you referred to it in this question, is the infighting and the bullying, name-calling. There's a lack of transparency, which gets into secretiveness that's unacceptable in a functioning government organization. So we have meetings called of legislators and other participants, and yet Not everyone who's supposed to be there is given notice. This is all completely unacceptable, and it it doesn't work for a functioning government. And it's noticed around the state. It's been noticed. And if we talk about growing Sullivan County, we're not going to get investment when outsiders see this kind of dysfunction in our government.
1: Now, if you're a voter on to the legislature and Rob is also re-elected and he would want to be chair, let's say, would you elect him as chair?
0: Absolutely not. I can't vote for somebody who calls people names on the job, goes to the Village of Liberty and calls uh, workers by name, by offensive names. No,
1: Hmm.
0: not to mention he's not taking care of business for the people.
1: Mary Allison, finally, when voters go to the polls on November 7th, why should they vote for you over your opponent in District 4?
0: I would ask that people in District 4, which, just to sketch it out, includes the village of Wurtsboro. I just go up to Horizons, not into Wurtsboro Hills. Go all the way up 209 to Phillipsport and Summitville, and then go over the hill, Begunks to Bloomingburg, the village, and north in the hills north of Bloomingburg. So I would ask that voters in District 4 consider voting for me in part because I'm a person who does speak up and I ask questions. I also listen to people. and In this case, I will be listening to all community members here and voters here in mammocating in this district. Listen to them and what concerns they want raised. I have to say, my opponent has not focused on issues for all of the mammocating area that he represents. This isn't, I don't think that's someone that you want to continue as your, as nice as he is, people like him, he's very nice, but I have to say, what has he done for the community? I am somebody, again, who will ask questions, speak up, and collaborate with other people. I'd ask for uh, the vote of residents in District 4.
1: Well, we're talking to Mary Allison Farley, who's running for District 4 Southern County Legislature. Thank you so much for talking to us and letting us know your thoughts on the issues.
0: Thank you very much for the opportunity. I really appreciate it.